Hey! Everybody. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, everyone. Hey, welcome to our Vinny G Live. This is Theology Thursday, Theology and Culture Thursday, where we look at our culture, where we look at theology, we talk about those things. We're going to be looking at both those things today. We're going to see how culture interacts with theology. I'm going to bring up on our screen uh, the Vinny G Live so we can interact with your comments. So I'll let Vinny take it from here on just kind of what today will look like and just what this is in general. Yeah, if it's your first time tuning in, uh, every Tuesday and Thursday, Anthony and I take a chance to just uh, do this thing called Vinny G Live. It was just an opportunity for us to have a sort of a consistent touch point with uh, so many people from our family here at Redemption Flagstaff. And um, Anthony and I, this honestly, like what's great is a lot of the stuff we do Tuesday and Thursday is kind of this, it's a conversation that we would probably have or have had sitting at our desks that we're like, hey, let's bring, let's make this public type of yeah. thing. So you really are somewhat of a fly on the wall and some real conversations that we got to get into. Um, we had toyed around with this idea weeks back, like, I mean, even before we even launched this deal about having this conversation around media, entertainment, television, yeah. um, and, uh, and then specifically the show Tiger King. Um, I think you put out a poll yes, asking did. the church um, who was watching Tiger King. And I don't. I actually didn't yeah. see the results. So. Yeah, you know, it was a good hand. I'm going to call out every single person watching it. No, it was a good, <laughs> it was a good, you know, there was more people in our church not watching it or hadn't seen it than I expected because all of my non-Christian friends absolutely 100% watching Tiger King, talking about Tiger King. Right. Um, and then also, if you guys could comment, if these mics are working, if we have to talk loud or not, I don't know. But we we just want to make sure these mics are working right, they're too. They're new. So they're new. Fancy. So uh, anyways, um, so about ha more than, a little bit more than half not watching it, but knew about it. Uh, then I would say an almost close to half watched it, watched yeah. the whole thing. And then there was a good handful of random answers from right. uh, I don't give in to societal norms right. to I watched an episode there was a good amount of like I watched the episode I'm not sure I'm gonna watch more yeah. after that so um, so yeah a bunch of like unfollows on the redemption flagstaff page yeah, 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 yeah. Actually messages to me yeah like hey uh, mic sound great is what we're hearing I, so. I think what, what drove a desire to talk about this kind of on this theology and culture moment was um, man we are, we're home a lot right now you yeah. know and um, and, and so we, we've often talked about, like, are we utilizing uh, our time well during this season when we're home? Are we growing in prayer, growing yeah. in the Word, doing these kind of consistent Christian disciplines? But there's really, like, we still watch television. You know, we still consume media, entertainment. Um, and so how do, how do we do that with wisdom? How do we do that well? How do we do yeah. it in such a way that I think um, still gives glory to God and, totally. and potentially even, I think, shapes us in positive ways yeah. uh, for the sake of mission and, and all that kind of stuff. Totally. So I think we'll, we'll kind of try and go through all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about this. I think uh, just TV in general. So I grew up in the church, as I say all the time and you know. TV has, and thoughts on TV and what you should watch on TV, it's just ever, it's been all kinds of thoughts, all kinds of things, mostly with it's TV itself is some sort of a bad thing for Christians, where especially when I was a kid, it was really popular. 
people were like the, the the highest mark of like walking out your faith was I, we don't have a TV, we'll have a TV at yeah, our house. Totally. We listen to this sermon from old Pastor Bill, and Pastor Bill said, <laughs> "Get rid of your TV." So we we went yeah, and we, we got rid of yeah. our TV. And right. then meanwhile, my family was going, uh, "I don't know if we can't do." That. And then maybe that's some sin there too. But so so I'm excited, and I think there's just always kind of controversy about what can Christians watch, what can't they watch, what right. should we watch, should we even watch, and so that that's kind of the hope for today. We just kind of have a conversation about yeah. TV, how we interact with it, because most of us are interacting with it, and some of you are not, that's okay too, but most of us are interacting with media, movies, something in some way, right. and so... Uh, so yeah, we're gonna talk through just yeah that kind of idea. What? How does yeah. a Christian come to TV or movies or video media? Right. And and should we? And how should we? So yeah, yeah. Um, so that being said, right. th- there's some tensions already right away historically in this debate to navigate. I wanna I wanna mark out some of the tensions I've noticed that people usually when you're having a conversation with someone you say hey should we watch this or should we watch that. Usually these different Bible verses get used in different ways. And so I want to bring up a few things. The first tension is this. Jesus at one point, when he's teaching about sin and where it comes from, he says, all sin comes from your heart. All the evil you do, it's not from external. It's not from what you eat. It's not from what you intake. It's from within. It's from your heart. So there's that tension where you go, okay, so that's more like the verse I would use to argue I could watch stuff. Because I go, look, no. I know what's going on in my heart. Yeah, yeah. Sin's from my heart. It's not from a TV show. It's not from a movie. On the flip side of that, Jesus also says the eye is the lamp of the body. Now, when he does say that, what he is trying to say is, what you focus on, what you care about, what you look for, that's what feel, fills up your heart. That right. shows what you care about. That right. shows what you're worshiping. Um, and in regards, he was, he was talking about money, I believe, uh, specifically mm-hmm. when he said that. But So there, here's these two tensions. Jesus says, well, sin comes from your heart. Well, what you look at shows the sin in your heart right. and can consume you what you're looking at. So that's one theological tension. Here's another theological tension. I call it kind of like the like thinking about what is good versus all of life tension. Okay. All right, and so and I don't think they should be pitted against one another, and I don't think those other things should be pitted against one another, another but they often are. So the thinking about what is good is you guys have heard this verse in Philippians, but I'm going to just read it again. And Paul says this: Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent. Or praiseworthy, think about such things. Right. All right, and so that right away makes you go, well, then I can't watch anything that is opposite of those things. Anything mm-hmm. that gets my thoughts not in those realms or arena, I shouldn't watch those things. Now, the other tension there is this: then is one uh, we become kind of like almost not in this world anymore if. No, if we can't watch art or movie or television right. because we yeah. can't clearly right away see how it fits one of those categories or we can't clearly see how it fits all of those things. And there's people like that. Like I had people in my RC a few weeks ago. We were going to do a, a board game, a virtual board game night. And someone said, this is like worldly. Like mm-hmm. we shouldn't play board games together. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, right. so you see that tension not just in TV but in everything. The opposite side of this, and this is part of why we say all of life is all for Jesus, we think everything in creation 
God is the creator over. Mm-hmm. He is created. He, uh, he is king over. And so there's not a square inch of this earth that, that God doesn't have some purpose for. Now, again, that's like not taking into account yeah. sin and brokenness and that kind of stuff. But uh, so with all of life in that thought process and thinking through how God is, all of life is all for Jesus, there is a place for the arts. The arts are a gift. Music is a gift. Right. TV even can right. be a gift. Theater can be a gift. Movies can be a gift. Uh, and so there's this tension between, okay, I have to figure out what are these good, noble, true things. I, I do have to have my thoughts on that while also realizing that all of life is all for Jesus. Not right. everything needs to be demonized. Not everything right. needs to be uh, taken away. I, I, and, and so these are some of the tensions I've noticed. Are there any tensions you've noticed in this conversation or even just what would you add to some of the things I'm saying? Yeah, um, I think... You know, I think there's some things on the front end that uh, we have to acknowledge on the front end that, like, I, as a whole, and I may, I may able to speak for myself, like, I, I'm not one that's just often thinks through, man, I just wish I was more holy. Yeah. Like, I, I wish, good, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like, um, like, we do have a certain ethos amongst the American Western church of, like, we're, we're going to do our thing and we're going to yeah. be Christian, you know what I mean? But it's, it's a... It's a cultural thing oftentimes. I just don't know how often, like, at a real foundational level, we're thinking through that idea of even of holiness. Like, yeah. we want to be holy. We want to be set apart. We want um, to be righteous. We don't want our eyes to fall upon yeah. things. You know, I think um, a lot of times in our circles, I think we can kind of fall into uh, that it's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Like, we don't even think about it. We don't even think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so on the other end of things, I yeah. think there's that real tension of saying, so even, like, going to whoever was, right, so we shouldn't play board games, yeah. or, um, the, like, if there are people that are watching, or will watch, that, that don't have a television because of that conviction, like, this, yeah. we're not we're not making the claim that, like, you should have a television, yeah. right, necessarily. Like, yeah. it's, um, it's really just trying to navigate what does these bigger principled ideas of where the kingdom of God is calling the church to, is yeah. calling us to as Christians to be obedient to, to him and to mission and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So I, I think we will, at the same time, we'll, we'll take some stances today. We'll, we'll kind of share yeah. our opinions on, hey, I think you should engage this way totally. and then what that looks like. But I think that's a, a initial tension is just I know my own heart and I know I'm prone to just think, that's ah, fine. Totally. You know what I mean? And so... I think my my uh, movement needs to be more towards the holiness righteousness view of it. I'm saying like, no, I'm, I don't want to that to yeah. to be in my mind, you know, totally. whatever it is. So no, that's yeah. good. That's good. That's good to bring up. Yeah, I think uh, to to realize that this is almost TV media arts in general is a little bit of a debatable matter in the church, and it's going to be different for everybody. I have friends who. Yeah. They don't, on their phone, they don't have any social media apps, all that stuff, so that they can be more intentional in life. And I think that's great. It's a good thing. Um, for yeah. me, maybe I don't need that. My, my wife would probably say, no, actually, that would be good if you did that. <laughs> you know, like, but, but I'm just saying yeah. uh, there's different things that, that will affect us differently. And TV, media, art, this is in this category. So, how, so yeah. before we get into some of the specifics... And some of the juicy stuff. Yeah. When it when you come to approaching watching something and watching TV, or watching a movie or right. whatever it might be, like what what's the framework you use? How do you think through that? How right. do you navigate that? And yeah. I'll, I'll share a little bit too how I navigate that. But how do you navigate that? Yeah. You know, it, and it, there, it has to be with intentionality because I I mean I grew up in a non Christian home. 
I had a television in my room when I was like nine, yeah. and it was unlimited access, right? Yeah. So I mean, like there wasn't uh, you know parental controls on it or anything like that. Like it was just I'm watching. Usually it was like Coach. If you guys remember Coach, oh, I a lot coach. of Coach. So like Hayden Fox and Dauber, Luther. And Fun facts to the Gen Zers: Dauber did the voice of uh, Patrick on SpongeBob. So wow, really? It's a TV connection for you. Okay, yeah. good to know. My problem is I have my idolatry of TV. I know too many things like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know we've often joked about how, like, when the two of us team up in the game CNET, like, it's really just completely unfair for people. But, it is unfair. Um, so, I mean, that being said, you know, like, I think my rubric is literally trying to think through, like, if Jesus were sitting right next to me right now, yeah. would I still watch this? Yeah. Like, do I feel like this is like to make That's it as practical yeah. as me for me as possible? That's good. Yeah. Uh, it's really easy because then there's that that next check of like, oh, he is right. Like the spirit totally. is present with me right now. Yeah. And so I think when you can person and, and the spirit is a person. So this isn't a theological statement, but I think when you can personify the spirit in the yeah, sense yeah. of like, no, if Jesus, like the inhuman yeah, embodied yeah. form, totally. was on the love seat next to me. Am I watching this show? Yeah, and uh, a lot of times that's what's that's the lens, you know. Yeah, that's good. And, and usually it's um, that's where okay, if he's here, then that means no, like like yeah, I yeah. won't say something. But there, there's also times where I'll be scrolling through Netflix as we all do, and you're like, hey, what what am I gonna watch right now? And every once in a while, and I wish I did it more. Yeah, I'll like I'll have that same rubric of if Jesus were sitting with me right now. It's not what can I watch that he'd be okay with. Yeah. It's literally what can I watch that he'd be stoked to watch with me. Yeah, you know, totally. that type of thing. Yeah. And so pressing into Probably some Probably a lot of fixer-upper. Yeah, I know. Obviously, <laughs> like Chip and Joanna. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that's the joke I'm making. <laughs> I just thought like, he was like, a carpenter. Right. Plus Chip and Joanna yeah. are like his favorite humans. <laughs> like he's like... Yeah, they're certainly blessed. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, you know, so that that other end of it of like, yeah. hey, if Jesus was sitting right here, what would I want to watch with Jesus? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like as you're scrolling through, maybe maybe it's not The Office for the four thousandth yeah. time, but maybe, but, may, but maybe, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but maybe it's this documentary, or maybe it's yeah, this yeah. other show. That's you know? good. So I yeah. think that's that's the biggest. That's a good me. framework. I don't think yeah. I honestly don't think of it that way. <laughs> like I should, I should, but I don't. Yeah. I think I try to think of all of life in that in that realm, but. Uh, I, when it comes to the TV, I don't know if I think of it that, quite like that. Uh, I think to get in specifics for me, when I, so it part of it is part of my l- loving TV or liking TV. Part of it is I grew up on so much TV mm-hmm. that part there is some like like uh, cable guy in you. Yeah, cable, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Funny, I haven't seen it, but I know the ref, I know what oh, you're really saying. Yeah, it, yeah, I haven't seen it. So. Uh, we, my parents growing up real real strict. You couldn't watch like PG thirteen, and then right. even when I was thirteen, I couldn't watch a lot of the PG thirteen. <laughs> so, yeah. anyways, um, but because of that, there's probably a little bit. I need to have more conviction of like how quickly I embrace TV and TV shows. But that being said, when I do watch TV shows through my own kind of Christian stewardship, and if I should, I think through one category, I think through a lot is is this snuff or is this realistic? And snuff is this term used in, in uh, mm-hmm. not really in art, but in critique of art to say like this is just vulgarity. Like this for is just vulgarity. Yeah, sake. for vulgarity's yeah. sake. This right. is just like often, honestly, porn is put into the snuff category of of 
uh, film or and, and so if something's snuff or if something's doing something just for that sake it doesn't just have to be sexual things it could be violent things it could be right. what, whatever even things that don't bother me if I feel like it's just snuff for the sake of whatever I'm not gonna watch it yeah and then I think kind of versus the other lens of that realm for me is like or is this a realistic depiction of the world? Is this a realistic depiction of the human yeah, experience? That's great. And so sometimes yeah. I think uh, Christians won't want to watch movies that have a realistic depiction of the world for good reasons, uh, and I understand those reasons, but I think sometimes those are good for us to watch, to see the world, to begin to see what the world's like, to, yeah. and, and some other reasons we'll get into throughout this time together. But So, so I kind of go, is this snuff? Or is this realistic? So that's, that's kind of the man. first lens. Like that, yeah. The second kind of lens that, that I kind of go through is, is what we're watching one of these things that notoriously causes people to sin or not? You know, so, okay. um, so for instance, if there's a show that has tons of sex scenes or whatever, you know, in the church, notoriously, oh, right. oh, people have a hard time with those scenes and they, right. they, they lust by, by watching those scenes. They... Um, yeah, whatever. They, they 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 have trouble watching those scenes. I'm I'm more than likely not going to watch shows like that. Like on, honestly, often I'll start a series, and if there's snuff, and maybe there's not snuff, but it's realistic. But then it's kind of this category of like these are some things that notoriously cause people to sin. I'm either going to flip over those parts or stop watching the show altogether. <laughs> and so, but it really depends. It's kind of right. it's kind of a hard thing. I think to navigate and it's different in each show and each movie and each depiction and and all of that stuff so um, so th those are kind of my categories how I go through it like is this realistic or snuff is this a notorious sin stumbling block f for people yeah. or not you know so that's that's kind of where I go um, any I don't know do you have any other thoughts well I think those that? are good yeah, yeah. I, and, and that's the thing is I think <laughs> if anything I think um, Probably the the bigger plague upon Christians' engagement with with media and entertainment at large is I, I think it's really more there's no questions. Yeah, does that mean you know what I'm saying? Totally, like it, it totally. just feels like no, we're just going to consume what we consume totally. and we'll watch what we watch, and yeah. there's not a lot of thought given and, to it. Yeah, and I think that that's probably the the bigger issue is, yeah. is even maybe my biggest desire on the end is like have a rubric that the spirit communicates totally. with you and your family around what is permissible, totally. what is beneficial, totally. you know, instead of just, ah, oh, we're just going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really good. Um, I think that's really good. Cause I think a lot of times you're kind of in these two camps, everything is bad or nothing is bad. And unfortunately the church finds himself doing that as well. And it's yeah. like, no, there's, there's a rubric. There's something to think through here. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's, all right, let's start getting into the juicy stuff here. <laughs> so this is where we're going to discuss a few, a few things shows, today. Yeah, a few we're going to discuss a movie that is an all-time great movie that we have uh, a difference. Well, maybe we don't have a difference of opinion, but we have yeah. a difference of practice and implementation yeah. with in regards to our kids. Then we're going to talk about just kids in, their, in a few movies in general that we've heard some different thoughts and takes on, and we're going to talk through what decisions we'd make with our kids with those movies. And then we're going to get to Tiger King. Tiger King. And it, should we watch it? I we, have we even watched it? You don't know. We'll find out. So stay tuned. All right. So let's get into this first question. This, so this is the disc. 
Uh, Vince didn't know we had this disagreement till yesterday, and I, I was like, hey, I'm not trying to be a jerk right now, but this would be good for the, the podcast or whatever right. this is. Yeah. Um, Vince showed Finley and James. They both watched they The both Sandlot, the all-time great movie, The Sandlot. The Sandlot. I think... This is an incredible movie. I think there are honestly beautiful Christian themes in it. I, I, I don't. I really, really think that. And I love movies about friendship. For instance, there's not a lot of movies about love being experienced through friendship. There are, That's but there's. It, it's mostly. It's always romantic love, nonstop. Yeah. This movie is predominantly about friendship and love through friendship. So I love that. So if you haven't seen The Sandlot, it's worth the watch. Oh, it's incredible. Uh, great movie. So we don't debate about the movie itself. It's a great yeah. movie. But Vince, he, he's okay showing the movie to his five-year-old and two-year-old. Right. I have a six-year-old and a two-year-old. I'm not okay showing the movie to my six-year-old and two-year-old. Yeah. Um, should I get into why I wouldn't versus... Yeah, why don't you start with wouldn't Okay, first. here's why I wouldn't. Yeah, I'll see you uh, I, that, that film, I, I just can't shake my upbringing. There's too much... There's a lot of cussing in it. And so when I hear the cussing, uh, it, I'm... There's there's something I just want to preserve in my own kids of like right. yeah, the lo- the longest I can keep you from knowing these words probably mm-hmm. the better for you guys even though there might be some misconceptions on my part with that but uh, so so that even the kind of the bullying the meanness to each other even though I think that's a realistic depiction you know I, I think keeping those things out of my kids like mm-hmm. influence is there but I think the biggest thing for me uh, would be probably the famous Wendy Peppercorn scene. Um, Peppercorn? Is that his? Peppercorn. Peppercorn. Wendy Wendy Peppercorn. If you're not familiar, in the movie, this is what happens. These boys, all summer, they go to the local uh, public pool, which uh, some of you guys can relate, I guess. Did you go to public pools? Yeah, Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, local public pool growing up, and they just the sh- the movie is unabashed they just have extreme lust towards yeah. Wendy Peppercorn and it gets so bad and the narrator of the film says one day it just got to squints yeah. or yeah, something like that he just couldn't take it anymore right. so one of the characters squints with glasses he gets on a diving board jumps off and pretends to drown right. so Wendy picks up squints brings him to the side he pretends he's dead his friends are all worried for him as the lifeguard's yeah. looking away, he gives them a wink, and they knew something was happening. And then what Squints begins to do is, uh, as she's giving him mouth-to-mouth CPR, he makes out with her. He tries to make out with her. Right, right. She kicks them all out. Um, at the end of the film, do they end up getting married? They get married. They yeah. get married. You That's don't just, see it, but you hear it. He, you, the it's like an epilogue. Yeah, it's like yeah. the epilogue to right. the film. Right. But anyways, all that to say, that scene, the reason I wouldn't... Um, Play it or let my kids watch yeah. it. One, the objectification of Wendy Peppercorn. I just and hate it starts how... even in the scene before that. Yeah, is where it's the uh, probably it's worse. But yeah, yeah okay. What? Yeah. What? Or oh, you don't have to describe it, but it's just worse yeah. before that. Well, yeah. he, they, it's she's walking down the street. Okay, and then they stare at her, essentially oogle her. Ah, yes, I do remember. Yeah. Right. So I, I, especially having daughters, I see how much our society objects women yeah how much humans object women how much our movies object women how much advertisements objectify objectify women um and objectify women in all these ways turn them into objects and so i don't want that as for my daughters to be like hey i'm an object like Mm -hmm. i that's the that's the chief end of that for me um and then i think that movie taught me like weird (laughs) weird ways to lust (laughs) if that like if i'm gonna be frank and honest i remember as a kid being like 
man, this would be a cool scenario. And I don't know if I ever would have thought that without the movie. So those are my reasons for not mm-hmm. watching it with my kids. Yeah. Now, there's going to be a point one day where I think it's okay for them to watch it. It's just not right now. So how did you land that, hey, I can play, we can watch this together? Yeah. Um, you know, so a few things. To address some of the specifics, you know, like in regards to the language... Uh, so when, and that uh, it all gets yeah, into yeah. semantics in regards to like what is a lot and what is you know, yeah totally that type totally idea. and so like and you can there's back, a handful push back, you know, I won't so there, there, feelings yeah, are yeah no, no, right, yeah yeah but so, I mean there's a, there's definitely I think they say the s word yeah, a couple yeah. times you know the crap uh, comes <laughs> up a few times you know that type of idea but you know it's it's not a uh, for me it's not it's a not lot, lot. Yeah, you yeah, know totally. what I mean. Um, and and so I think on the language bit, I mean that's just a, ma- a whole other conversation in regards to like what language yeah, is yeah, yeah. and all that kind of Cussing stuff, you in know. General, yeah. So the realities of um, you know my my kids are consuming, gosh, in any given day, what like fifty thousand different words and sensory images and all that kind of stuff. Holy. And so in the span of that time, um, I don't see the random use of that word to be all that formative, yeah, yeah. you know, within the plot of the movie. Yeah. It does and to this point, like not neither of my kids who've seen it multiple times have that's not Cuss, something they latch on to, yeah, you yeah, know. Totally. Like it's almost when I make a big deal of it, then it's like yeah. okay, well now there's something Which here. is what happened for me growing right? up. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you yeah. know so there's a reality to um, you know, when when we really zo- zoom in on these these things that are Again, and, and not even saying what you're saying is wrong. Like I think we need yeah. to, we need to think through wholesome speech and and train our kids in that. I think it's just a matter of hey, you know, yeah, you're gonna hear that word, but man, there's there's I know being out on our town, they've heard yeah. those words, you know, totally. and um, and especially when you get around messy people, you're gonna hear yeah. some of that stuff, totally. you know. So I think there's just parts of it of it's a cost benefit analysis. So by no means am I saying by them saying the s word that's like a win. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, totally. But it's just trying to navigate like, hey, is it does this mean because this yeah. word is there they shouldn't do it? Yeah, not and, it's not it doesn't big enough of a deal. Yeah, you, yeah, you know. Yeah. So given the the whole perspective on I think it, that's fair. Yeah. Um, then the uh, so now tell us how you're wrong about Wendy Peppercorn. Yeah, no, I'm, just, peppercorn, I'm just kidding. The peppercorn situation. Um, yeah. So to be honest, that scene came on, and I, I, I like. I mean, it was like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. You forgot like, about it until it came back. Yeah, on. yeah. and I would have too. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, do I fast forward it now? Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, that's just weirder. Because yeah, yeah. then they're like, well, why can't we watch yeah, this forbidden like sneaking scene out there. Sandbox, you know, like <laughs> Finley and James at 2 a.m. Or like, yeah. you know, because they know how to operate Disney yeah, Plus yeah. and stuff. And and so, you know, like, it was just that matter of like, okay, do I fast forward? And no, I'm going to watch it. So we watched it. And yeah. then we paused it. And I talked to him about, you know, just about like... Hey, was that I like? Was yeah. that okay? What he did, and, yeah. and there, well, James was like, you know, he's he doesn't even know what's going, going on. on. Yeah. yeah, but but Finley was like, no, and I said, well, why? And so we we just then talked about like um, about women. We had a conversation yeah. about it, and so what's amazing with our with and I'm just trying to see with your kids too, but I know with my boys is um, especially when we can when when daddy takes enough time to talk through a situation yeah it like sticks with them so now yeah. i'm uncomfortable when you call yourself daddy to me but <laughs> <laughs> but, but keep going uh, yeah. 
Uh, I mean, you do. You could have used dad. You could have I just mean, said uh, dad. I probably, put, probably should have shown this, but Anthony walks into the office every day and says, Daddy's home. So, I mean, like. Because that's what I say when I get home uh, from work. But, uh, but anyway, I think, um, you know, we'll, if we watch something now or there's been a conversation with my boys. Yeah. Uh, like they'll say now, like that's not okay, right, Daddy? You know, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, and so it's 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 almost like the goheen, you know, like interpret this moment with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And so I remember there was this um, conversation I got into with a, a gal at the church, and her daughter was going to a school here in town that was going to teach good stuff, but then some questionable things as well. Yeah, and, yeah. And she was wondering if they should, uh, her and her husband, should they take her out of that school? Yeah. And the thing I said to her is like, listen, regardless of what school they go to, you're going to have to talk to them about the issues that are not congruent with the Christian faith and with the kingdom of God. And so the question was more on the intentionality of me as the parent to be able to kind of engage within those moments. So I I would say that that is a, and, and I don't, I hope that doesn't come across like, well, I do it the right way, but I really do believe that if you, if as a parent, you're not willing to as you allow consumption of entertainment to, to be for your kids, yeah. if if you're not willing to sit down and have the necessary conversations, yeah. that in the midst of what they're taking in, they're not hearing truth, yeah. uh, and they're not hearing it from their primary source of totally. discipleship, which is their parent, then don't let them watch it. Yeah, yeah. Right. So if I wasn't right there to take responsibility and, and have that conversation, I would say no. Totally. So so those would be kind of that, that yeah, idea. Yeah. No, and then, like, so why ultimately watch it? Because it's the Sandlot. Yeah, yeah. And those reasons, I think, um, I can address through my yeah, parenting. Totally. So, that's good. Yeah. Well, that's great. I'm going to watch The Godfather with them next week. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Godfather, <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that's good. I think, too, I, I, there's definitely tension because I think there are going to be some things that form our kids. And so, you know, if we're watching a ton of movies with, with a Wendy Peppercorn-type scene, whatever right. it is, a, a scene that objectifies women or tells women they have to look like this or be like this, yeah. then I think um, it's something to think about. It forms us, you know. I think yeah. it does form us in certain ways. So. So that again, that would be only my some of my pushback, but I, I do think it is really important to interpret these things with our kids while we can interpret them with our kids because one day they're gonna see things and watch things they want on their own as adults, and uh, they will have to interpret it on their own. So, so I think that's good too. Yeah. So, all right. Well, you you kind of convinced me it was less bad what you did. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, all right, let's move. Let's go. Let's go to a couple Disney movies. We're still on this conversation of kids. What yeah. we should what should we let our kids watch? Not watch. Uh, for Vince, as we've heard, it's basically everything. And so uh, that they can watch. I'm just kidding. Um, part of this is, so we're not saying, we're not bringing this up to call anybody out because we're totally fine with it. But today we're doing the movie night together as a church where the families in the church are going to try to watch Inside Out. Jess, who's amazing, she's delivering movie packages to all the families that are doing this and participating. Yeah. This is kind of a cool way for us to be together even though we're apart. And so... Yeah, and if, if you happen to be a family that hasn't uh, given your address to, to Jess yeah. yet, the kids' director, uh, to get you that movie package uh, before you watch the movie tonight, be sure to do that. You can just comment on the uh, stream here. So something Jess heard in the midst of this, she wasn't tattling on you guys or, or anything, but she was trying to get us to think through this, was Inside Out was the movie we picked. And there was a good handful of ha- families that had good reasons for why they wouldn't want right. their kiddos to watch it. 
and and some of those reasons were so uh, maybe I'm I, hopefully I'm not misrepresenting anybody but some of the dark themes of the movie was yeah. one thing brought up um, uh, another th- so depression bing bong sacrifice spoiler alert if you haven't seen it too late um, uh, another big thing was the main character Riley is the girl's name mm-hmm. in it? Riley she she runs away at one point this is kind of how she wants to solve her depression and sadness from moving to San Francisco. So she runs away, gets a bus ticket, and then I think she doesn't actually end up going. She never makes it. Yeah, she, yeah maybe she, she gets on the bus she and gets off. She doesn't even leave the yeah, bus yeah. station. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so um, so families were like, hey, dark themes. We don't like this example of running away. Right. Um, what, why are some reasons... We both we both allowed our kids to watch Inside Out yeah. at young ages. Even why yeah. are some reasons for you? And maybe it's some of the same things you were just saying. Uh, but wh- why are some reasons for you why you think Inside Out is okay? Yeah. So I I won't we don't need to recreate everything we, that I yeah, just yeah, said yeah. to kind of because if I can defend Sandlot, I feel like I can yeah, because <laughs> totally, totally. it's going to be similar stuff yeah. in regards to the things that you addressed. Yeah. Um, I guess with a bit of difference, actually, even as I say that, I mean, yeah. that these issues that it's a different that she movie, so with, I think it's a different. Yeah, yeah, I mean, these issues that they deal with in Inside Out. I mean, so you get into depression and and sadness and loneliness and pain uh, at a young age. Like it is, it's very complex for a young kid to navigate that, and so you don't want to like say, "Hey, this is the option," yeah. you know, and that type of idea that you should pursue. Um, but that being said, it's less of a "is it okay" and more of like. Gosh, I like love this movie for my kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think the opportunity for me to be able to talk to the kids about emotion and complex totally. emotion. I think the reality we always press into like how necessary lament and confession yeah. are at our church. We want people to sit in the brokenness of this world. Yeah. Uh, and so even in a in a like the most contextualized beautiful way, yeah. being able to talk to Finley, especially at his age at just five, about sadness. And how he doesn't need to like hide that from yeah, us, you know. Totally. Um, and that what Riley's with the real, not sin, but what the real problem with what Riley does is that she does. We, this is what we this is what we told to Finley and James. He said the real problem was was not necessarily that she ran away. It was that she didn't talk to her parents. You yeah. Know, like um, she was experiencing these emotions. She didn't know how to process them. Instead of talking to her parents, she yelled and lashed out and ran away. Yeah. And we and so we we trace that back to Genesis three totally. and hiding behind the bush when God comes to talk and said, "Hey, yeah. we're your we're your family, and so talk to us. Like you don't need to hide from us." And so that's the thing is it for us it was never a, a, an inside out is okay. It's inside out is actually a a beneficial opportunity for us to talk to kids totally. about something that like how do you talk to a five year old about complex emotions? Totally. This movie helps. So I, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So. Especially because you don't feel emotions. And I don't feel it. So besides happiness. Like, you are joy. No, no, That's no. actually who you are. I'm just like, just joy, yeah. yeah. No, really. And you think watching I'm sadness. Watching this movie. <laughs> I'm just that's I'm why just we work together so well. Watching no, that's that movie. the problem. I'm actually anger and sadness. I'm just kidding. You're the red. No, man, well, that was, uh, never mind. So I feel like, honestly, there were parts of that movie I was like, oh, this is really good. Like, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, for me. Oh, yeah. So, so, it's my favorite. It is my favorite Pixar film. Right. Yeah, I think all those same, I think those same, uh, I say a lot, I agree with a lot of those same things. And just, uh, I mean, Bing Bong and his sacrifice, I've always said, is one of the best pictures of Jesus' sacrifice in in kids' film. <laughs> Personally, I know uh, some might disagree. Yeah, Val- no, validly. Great. I think it's a great picture of the gospel and sacrifice and love. 
Um, Andy says Vince is totally joy, totes joy. <laughs> so, um, which makes sense. I think even too the the oh big lesson Andy in the movie. Empty. She's the green one. <laughs> She's the green one. The big uh, the big lesson Joy learns in it is I shouldn't like the uncomfortable isn't bad. Sometimes the uncomfortable is good for us. It, yeah, which is like it's actually good. Yeah. That is like yeah. That is not taught in our society as a whole, like in at any level or anywhere besides, I think, in spiritual circles. And so now that a big mainstream movie is teaching you, like, there is a place for negative emotions, there's a place for negative things. Right. I think that's really good. I think I understand the. I don't want to put in my kids this idea to run away. I get. I kind of get that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to inspire them to do that. And I agree. I think you. I think you have to know your kids. I think sometimes when you're watching something, oh, that's really good. And if it, if you think point. it's gonna inspire them to do evil or to do something wrong or give them an idea they haven't had, I think that's a valid reason. Mm-hmm. I, I think kids are different though. Like Omelie, she is very um, like me, emotional, and moody, and she's never and she's watched this movie and enjoys it, and she's never been like, I. The solution is to run away, and so. Now, if I had a, uh, I have two other kids, maybe one day I realize they're kind of prone to that kind of stuff. I'll probably be like, let's maybe not watch it. Yeah, that's very good. Each kid, you're right. It's very different. But yeah. in light of that, here's something I think is really important when it comes to like movies, and we forget this, that, that our kids are actually very intuitive. And movies tell stories. There's some people that say all movies, all stories, all film – they're really reiterations of the biblical story. Mm-hmm. And specifically that they're all retellings of the redemption story. So every movie is some iteration of the redemption story. And so some will say there's kind of these three categories of movies. There's redemption movies. There's anti-redemption movies or cautionary tales. Uh-huh. And then there's reinvention stories. This would be like Rocky Balboa. But that's really just another version of, of a redemption story. And so... Uh, I think that when kids get to uh, Riley running away, what they see is, without being able to put it in these words, they see Riley is seeking redemption. She's seeking to be saved by running away. And she's not going to find it. She's not going to find it by doing this thing of running away. She's not going to find it by And kids will be formed by that and go, listen, she made bad decisions. And so it becomes a cautionary tale. Right. And I think cautionary tales are really important and really formative to our children. Yeah. And so I think sometimes we'll stray away from movies because of the dark themes or bad examples in it. When the, the, what the movie is doing is actually helping us see that this is <coughs> a bad way to look for redemption. This right. is a bad, this is a cautionary tale. It's like, don't do, like, so the show Breaking Bad, it is five seasons of a cautionary tale. It is don't give in to your heart yeah. in the depths of the pride and evil and ego. And you watch that with Jude. I watched that with Jude. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, um, so there's that. There's another thing is, I think that as Christians, if I may say this, I don't think we're really consistent uh, when it comes to kids' movies. So Riley running away, or I think a lot of times Christian parents hate when they see a kid who is not doing what their parents say and not obeying their parents. And I understand that. That's I, I agree with that. And I'll bring up a movie in a little bit of where I, dis- where I really think that's true. But um, like take Frozen, for instance. I have never heard, and maybe I'm in the wrong circles, I've never heard a Christian parent be like, I don't like Frozen. Hmm. In Frozen... This girl's memory is wiped within the first five minutes of the film. 
Her sister ignores her her whole life. Her parents do nothing about it. Yeah. <laughs> and, don't, and just like, this is good so you don't freeze your sister to death. Uh, they keep it a secret and hidden from poor little Anna. And then her parents just die. Like, they just go off and die. And we're like, that's all the first ten minutes of the movie. And we're like, but that's a great film. You know what I mean? Like, there's some, like, real dark stuff in that. But I don't know. I think we just, as parents, we have to be careful because I think we have our bugaboo issues. um, And we just say... um, Yeah, we just essentially say, like, these things are bad, these things aren't. And And again, I think we have to look through the lens how is this forming my kid? And I think like Inside Out actually forms them into good things. And even the bad things in it forms them into good things. That be, All that being said, I still haven't let Amelie see the scene where Mufasa dies in Lion King. I always skip over it because I can't get, I don't want to, I just don't want her to know yet. <laughs> I don't want her to know that's how it you goes down. You just don't down. want her to be sad. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, so I get, I get the thing for parents and I get all that kind of stuff, so... Yeah, I, I think sometimes what we can do is we rebel against the mo- the things that are most overt, yeah. right? Um, when I almost think, like, no, the most overt stuff is going to be the stuff that even our young kids, yeah. they're going to be able to pick up on. So, like, in Inside Out, that whole scene, that you, her spiral downward yeah. into the scene, like, if, you, if you'll notice this and if you watch it tonight, um, like, the, it's, that's why it's such a great film. Like, really, like... The the lights dim, yeah. right? Like the screen gets darker. Yeah. It has a, like a, uh, a fishbowl. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's meant to be like you're looking at this other thing. She's disembodied, you know, totally. like, and, and like kids, like they're learn, like they're yeah. way smarter than we ever give them credit totally. for. And so they, the most overt stuff I think is easier for our kids to catch. Cause I know the first time we saw it, both my boys were just like, like saying aw and yeah, they were like sad like totally. they knew this is not a good thing totally. like this is a bad thing that's happening why is she doing this yeah. and the scene when she comes back like they're celebrating yeah, you know totally. so i i get but i think it's it's the less overt stuff yeah. that like leaves our kids asking the questions like well where were her parents Totally. For all those years. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, are totally. her parents were dead? Like, yeah, yeah. are mom and dad going to die? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I think, or maybe even maybe a little that more. Be, yeah, like, maybe it's yeah. A, there's a better call for, like, maybe Not Frozen is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. So, listen, here's our okay, Watch Inside <laughs> Out and Not Frozen. But I think, like, just some of those stuff. Like, Adrian, I was right with you. I don't want to watch Dude, It's too sad. Yeah. I can't get through any of these kinds of scenes with my daughters anymore. It's too. so hard, man. Like, when you go back and you rewatch Disney films, it's like, man, everyone, why does everyone? parent yeah. died. Like, Mufasa why is that... particularly bad because he like plays with the dead. He's like, wake up, dad. Oh, it's horrible, man. Well, now I'm just depressed. <laughs> it's the worst <laughs> scene. It's the worst oh, scene in cinema done. history. Yeah. Um, anyways, no, I, I think that's good. I, yeah. I think all that is really good. I think, and again, we stories form us. This is why the Bible is such a powerful book. It is a, st- it is one story with thousands of stories within it yeah and so i think that's and if you study how stories form people it's it's pretty crazy and so so anyways i think for me inside out is a story that will form our kids for good um let's let's do a couple and parents more. be present in the midst and of parents that, yeah. be present and help them interpret it yeah. and and i understand the concerns too again like i skipped the mufasa scene so maybe this is kind of inside out might be your mufasa scene i totally understand right um <laughs> yeah or, or mine kill bill you're kidding. <laughs> well, that's where Vince draws line. My, it's Kill Bill. My Tarantino film. Yeah, for that's the kids, good. Yeah. That's good for you. Um, all right, let me ask you this. So this is another one. I remember when it came out. 
it got some controversy and I didn't want to admit I saw it in theaters. We actually went together with our kids and uh, I forgot about that. But there was controversy over this film. It's the film Moana, okay? Or Moana. And actually I say or because throughout the movie they pronounce her name differently. And I've noticed that because it's a big hit in my house. So Moana, there's a lot of controversy over watching Moana and here it's a little bit different is why I'm bringing it up. Because in Moana, there are these other gods. There's like demigods. The island is like a god creator yeah. of some sort of of islands and oh yeah, it's got a very ocean. got a very like Mother Earth Gaia feel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so there's this uh, in Christian circles. It's like don't let your kids watch this. It has there's only one true God. Like why would you let them see Maui right. as a god, right. Mother Earth or whatever this island as a god. Right. Um, I think a Nefertiti, Nefertiti, or I don't know. So, anyways, um, what? what I Wait, no, Nefertiti is like an ancient Egyptian. Oh, okay, I'm just goddess. Mixed, I'm just or, or queen. At, at this point, it's well, Taka is, is the bad version of her. I forget yeah. the good version. What is her name? Tefiti, just Tefiti. Tefiti, okay. Yeah. Anyways, Nefertiti. That's it. That, that was really important. Egyptian. To uh, I'll, I'll start why why I'm okay with my kids maybe? watching it. Uh, um, one, it's just a, it's a fun film, so that's one reason. If I'm honest, <laughs> two is I'm never scared of my kids seeing other depictions of gods and other depictions of um, myths or whatever they are. Yeah. Um, personally, because part of it is I I I kind of love my kids to see that Maui is considered a demigod. And, yeah. And. And Maui's not that crazy of a depiction of a demigod in all sorts of cultures throughout the world. And so, um, anyways, I think... I'm laughing because Andy said, glad we cleared up the main <laughs> thing. Um, so, I think what, it, what a great thing happens is, I can first, I can tell Amelie, I go, this is all pretend. Like, this isn't real. These things yeah. aren't happening. But it also is like, what a weak god that... Bowie is. Yeah, yeah. He's sinful. He's broken. He can't do the right thing. Right. He's mean. Like he, it's just such a weak depiction yeah. of a god. He needs a hook. He needs a hook. It's like, like it's okay. It's such a weak depiction, <laughs> right. and it just easily segues into the God of the Bible is unlike any God that's ever been spoken of or made up or whatever you want to say about that. Uh, so I, I'm also okay in that realm of just going like, Yahweh is just totally different. Mm-hmm. Yahweh wouldn't—he doesn't play the games all these created gods play, and so I think it helps people see how different the God of the Bible is and how beyond any other God right. the God of the Bible is. And so that's one reason. Another reason is I also don't have a problem with um, thinking through the idea of spiritual beings in general. So, I don't. Oh, right. I don't think Maui and the island are like true spiritual beings or whatever. <laughs> but I think in history, like there's been spiritual beings that people thought that were that, that were actually like a demon, and people thought were like a demigod or whatever. Like I sure. think it works that way personally, yeah, and right. I think there there's even some biblical evidence of some things like that, depending on what you think through that. And so. Um, so I also don't have a problem with just that because I think the spiritual world is real and affects our world and 
and it's kind of crazy and weird and all that. that that's yeah. so that's some of my reasons why I don't have a problem with those, and that's how I would walk through it. Yeah. I don't know if you have anything to add about Moana. No, I, I completely agree. Yeah. My kids like it. Again, it's it's just are we going to be present in that? Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. I think w- what can be helpful sometimes is when you watch these films, it can also be, um, right, they can be glimpses and revealers of, of like honestly where you're at with your discipleship with yeah. your kids yeah that's you good, know yeah. so like uh the first time we watched moana finley said when he heard demigod he goes he literally said to me he goes but there's only one god and i was like nice. yes he just started reciting go. the shaman <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like we put a flattery box even on his forehead it. you know what i mean yeah, i'm like, pro- I'm like this it. is every yeah. <laughs> she's like dad i don't he's just saying you're welcome yeah. like and she's <laughs> like I, yeah. You know, so, um, and I know when I just said that, that that almost made it sound like I'm really good at discipling my kids. I'm not. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I have not. so much room no, to grow I think it. you are, actually, but, but I think there is, um, it, it does point to some of the intentionality, again, on the on the front end. So yeah. it's um, being real honest with, like, how we having the conversations about Jesus and the gospel yeah. and the Bible and the true story of the world so even at a young age, our kids will be able to consume media and entertainment and yeah. the story that the world's trying to preach to them, that they'll do that live for the rest of their lives. Totally. Um, and even now, are they being trained up to see what is false and what is true? Yeah. So I also, I love the scene. Moana finally figures out Takah is the actual island that they have to get the heart back in. Right. And just the beauty of, one, Maui's about to sacrifice himself, but then Mo- Moana is like, I'll, I'm going to risk my life yeah. in order to restore the islands and Creation. restore everything yeah, and that's that's, that's yeah. the gospel story that's why right. that, that moment's so beautiful and even the song she's singing there it always brings tears to my eyes because I'm hearing Jesus like mm-hmm. I'm hearing this is how Jesus restores things and if we can get our kids to interpret this is beautiful because Jesus did this it, I, our kids will begin to see Jesus in film and in art. This is why we like film and art, is because it, it's really just telling the greatest story ever. Yeah. Um, so, all that being said about Moana, Inside Out, are there any movies, you're, just maybe quickly, and you could give a few reasons, any movies that come to mind, kids' movies even, oh, really? that you wouldn't let your kids watch, why, or anything like that? I'm sure they want to hear that we have some kind of regard <laughs> for something. Yeah, honestly, so we, Verity and I, we, we try and get... If the show is, this sounds intense, pointless. Yeah. We tr- we just won't let them watch it. Yeah. Um, in other words, if, if there isn't, it doesn't seem like it's trying to do anything deeper or yeah. it's not educational, right? Yeah. Now, so much of, I think, of, of kids' television now, they really are trying to be pretty educational. Yeah, so yeah. even as they're doing stuff, there's always lessons and they're generally yeah, pretty yeah. good. You're like, all right, we could do that, you know. But there's still some stuff that's out there that's like, Ah, man, like this, why? This yeah. is just a show, just to be a show. And, totally. Um, and so there's there's less and less of that, I think. I think yeah. the newer shows get, there should be something beyond that. Yeah. Um, but legitimately, I think there's a reality of like some of the stuff we grew up watching, a lot of cartoons, we some of the older cartoons, yeah. they really were. There wasn't like a ton of lesson to it, it was just was what it was. Yeah. So, so that's kind of something. Um, we... Both my boys are, and you know this. Like they're they're pretty prone to like physical violence. Yeah. They, like they Kicking want people. they want to kick yeah. and hit and yeah, throw, yeah. which we encourage like in the right kind. Like be who God's made you to be and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Don't yeah. beat each other up. Yeah, like you yeah. get all the restrictions we put on it. But we're like, hey, that's good. 
but we we don't let them watch a ton of stuff where it's like people beating each other up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you giving them ideas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's not like that. That never happens. Yeah, you know, yeah. like like Finley would love to watch Power Rangers all the time. Yeah. We, Every once in a while, it's like, ah, you know, randomly he'll get one in or something yeah, like that. Because, yeah. like, we'll walk in and he did it. Yeah, yeah. But we're never putting that one on. You yeah. know, it's just like, we, we don't need to see you learn yeah. how to karate chop yeah. randomly. That's like monsters, knowing your yeah. kid and knowing that yeah. he's prone to wanting to kick the Karate chop. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, his yeah. little brother. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah totally. And so I, I think that that's some stuff. Is that's good. Know, there's some of those things that are like, it's either pointless or some of the violent stuff. Yeah, that yeah. Because we, we know our kids and, man, they don't need more of that. Yeah, no, yeah. that's good. Um for me, this one, this one, I think, I watched a few years ago, and I watched it maybe a few times with Amelie before I just finally like said, "I'm we're not going to watch this anymore." And it's The Little Mermaid, uh, The Little oh, Mermaid, because here's what I don't like about oh, The Little Mermaid. There's a lot of things. Um, so we talked about how film has a redemption story, and so does The Little Mermaid. But she, I think, she finds redemption in all of the wrong things, mm-hmm. and so it's. It's actually, it should be a cautionary tale, but it's not a cautionary tale. Everything works out when she seeks the desires of her heart, which is a bad lesson for humanity to learn. Yeah. And it might be why us millennials are messed up, is because mm-hmm. there's a lot of those kinds of films when I was a kid. And so if you just think of her story, she essentially finds this human appealing or attractive or whatever, wants to be with him. She's dissatisfied. <laughs> was that a laugh or a cough? <laughs> it was a laugh with a cough. At okay, the same time. both at the same time. She, so she fig- tries to figure out a way to be with him. She uh, is completely dissatisfied with her life under the sea. Yeah. Um, she, you know, her dad has obviously anger issues. Um, but he also has a lot of wisdom that he gives her and she just completely disregards, probably because yeah. of his anger issues. So that might be a good lesson for dads. But, um, and then this, Andy said, this is why I'm so messed up. It's a little mermaid. And, you know, Andy, that's take it, take it how you will. That's fair. Um, and, yeah, and so, uh, and then she makes a deal with the devil type character of the film in order to live out her lust in a sense or whatever you want to talk discontent in the world and everything just works out in the end everything just works out and uh i i just i there's more and more in the film as i watch it's been it, a I long guess. time since i've seen it i mean it falls apart though because it's ultimately not the deal with ursula that causes her to essentially become fully human yes at the end right like because because yes, her dad bad. her dad and i think the the prince or whatever they end up saving her right. from this bad deal uh so I, if i'm not mistaken yeah so there is an aspect of it where you Redemptive do see piece of that but then she still gets all of these things that were i think bad things for her to chase after and the and the wrong sorts of things for her to chase after at least in the ways that she's doing huh. them. and so yeah, i haven't seen it in so long i the the song that comes to mind right it's like look at you know look at this stuff isn't it neat yeah wouldn't you think my collection's complete yeah. wouldn't you think i'm a girl who has every you know and she yeah, yeah. And go, but then she lo- and so that song's playing in my head and she has a lot, she's like i have all this stuff but i'm not satisfied yeah. And I long to become fully human. Yeah. And so I think there's even in the midst of that, there's yeah. this like where well, you can you can you can nuance to be like, hey, we need to become fully human. Totally. Being fully human is found in Jesus, and that's not what they do. Yeah. They totally. go fully human is finding, totally. finding which, the man and like, yeah, you know, which, living which, on a ship and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I think and I think that's what she defines as being fully human is falling in love and marrying Eric right. or whatever. And I'm just and I think 
all of the people in my age range, we have convinced ourselves that to live a full life yes. is to find that person to marry. Right. And that's that's not what it means to be fully human. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so I, I just have a lot of problems with the film. There's there's probably I'm sure there's good things in it or whatever, but that would be one film that I have a a, a problem. Uh, Andy enjoyed your singing. Uh, <laughs> one film that I stopped letting Amelie watch for a variety of reasons and, and all that good stuff. Yeah, so, makes sense. So, anyways, let's get to the main event here. I don't know how long we'll talk about this, yeah. but we're going to talk about Tiger King. If you don't know what Tiger King is, Tiger King is a documentary series that swept the nation a few weeks <laughs> ago. So we're like five weeks late to this conversation. Um, but we wanted to make sure we had these mics because we knew it was going to get juicy with Tiger King. Uh, so Tiger King is the story of a man, well, it's really a story of a lot of people that own these private zoos that have usually big cats in them. Yeah. And sometimes primarily tigers. We have some of these in Arizona where you go, you can watch some tiger shows, splashing around, all this stuff. It's, it's zoos like that. But in different parts of the country, mostly the south and the east, it looked, it looked like the film was examining. And in the midst of this doc documentary being made, there is a few characters in particular that are just very eccentric. One of them being the Tiger King himself, Joe Exotic, who got into the game because he loved tigers. He just loved tigers. So he began to build this tiger zoo. Yeah. And it became so much more. And it became so much more based on him and his personality. And there's so much to it. Yeah. So yeah. our nation loved this. This is a movie everybody's watching. It's top 10 on the Netflix thing for weeks. It's probably still in the top 10 on it the is. Netflix yeah, thing. I think it's people are watching two right now. Yeah, number people are still three. watching it. There's all kinds of memes being made. People are just talking about it all the time. Um, and so then in our church, like we talked about earlier, people were split on this. Some, some people were like, yes, watch it. No, absolutely don't watch it. We had a friend yeah. of ours say, Hey, I, I thought this was funny, and he'll know uh, I'm referencing him. I watched the whole series. You guys don't have to. It's not. <laughs> right, right, it's yeah. too bad. Don't watch right, it. Right. It's not. It doesn't fall into the what whatsoever things are lovely, pure category. So, um, so in all of that, Christians were split on on watching this. My kind of my first question about the Tiger King show Phenomenal, is. Yeah. We're going to go two questions. We're going to say, can you watch it as a Christian? And should you watch it as a Christian? Vince, I'm going to ask you, can you watch Tiger King as a Christian? Why or why not? And give us any other kind of thoughts you think that fit in there. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll do the can. Yeah, I, I think you can watch it. Yeah. I did watch it. Yeah. Uh, so if as, as did I. Let's that. lay it on yeah. the table. We have both so watched the whole we series. We did watch it. My wife and I watched it. The boys did not watch it. <laughs> okay. That's okay. where you... That, so, it's good to hear a lie. Yeah. No, yeah. Just um, so Lion King, yes. Tiger King, no. <laughs> okay. Like that's kind of... That's the, safe. Yeah. That's safe. Um, but so, yeah. Verity and I watched it. And we got caught up in it just because... Gosh, there's just something about like the craziness of the whole story where you just can't, yeah. you know, it's a, it's, it's totally. why there's a, the term rubberneckers, right? I mean, like you're yeah. rubbernecking when you're driving by yeah. an accident, you're like, what's going can't on over away. here? Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like you're just watching chaos unfold and you get drawn into yeah. that, you know? And so like, there is a, I think just a reality of that part of it. Um, no, but can you, I think you can. Yeah. yeah. I, I, right. I don't think um, it's something that's to be off limits. Except for those that potentially like have the conviction that uh, that 
they shouldn't, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so again, like this is not a, a thing like you have to, it's just saying like, no, you think you can, but I think we do have brothers and sisters that are like, no, like for me, that's not yeah. okay. You know, like that will cause me and or mine to stumble yeah. uh, and to fall into whatever it may yeah. be. And so we're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, now, there might be somebody that might be hopefully even hearing us say that some of this stuff and say like, okay, I just didn't know that I could because of maybe a religious reason that isn't necessarily biblical or, yeah. you know, gospel centered. And then maybe you can be free from that. Yeah, so, yeah. but I think there are also, yeah. right. We have neighbors and brothers and sisters that, that are like, no, I legitimately can't watch that. Yeah. Like, no, dude, totally. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I, I would say even to examine your own, you know, can or can'ts in that and see why or why not you're doing it. Because if it's for the good reason of, I, you know, I don't, I don't need that mess in my mind. I want to focus more on God. I already have a hard enough time thinking about what, whatsoever things are lovely, good, pure. Uh, then, yeah, that makes sense to me. But besides that, to kind of even push back on it, I, I don't know how much watching that documentary series could cause any Christian to sin, personally. Um, but again, everybody knows their own hearts and knows their own stumblings and stuff. And maybe I'm being, maybe I'm blind to my own, even, uh, I'll admit. So, um, all right, cool. So Christians can watch it. So we're I think so. not disqualified yet unless people watch this and there's an uproar. Um, all right, let's talk about should Christians watch it. And I'll kind of take lead with this and jump in where you want to. But should Christians watch it? And I'm actually going to say I think Christians should watch Tiger King mm. for, for a handful of reasons yeah. and some of these reasons are kind of can reasons too in here like why we can because i think sometimes the reasons we give for can't watching it are actually we're not really thinking through and we're not really being as consistent on in my opinion yeah so i think christians should watch it for for this reason is it involves real people it's true yeah it uh also is a cultural phenomenon and i think it is important for us as christians to examine the cultural phenomenons and, and, and begin to ask, why is this a phenomenon? Why are people watching this? And what, how can that equip me to be all things to all people? Right. How can that equip me to love my neighbor better? How can that equip me to love people better? So I think that's one big reason why you should watch it. Yep. I think another reason is this, is I actually think if you watch it as a Christian, it should humanize the people in it for really you. good. Yes. I think that the reason most people watch it is the, the, like you're saying, it's a car accident. I can't look away. It's a mess. The mess of these people and the mess they've made their lives. But I think that, you know, you see Jesus when he was out in the crowds. It says that he often saw the crowds and he sees them as sheep without a shepherd. That when Jesus saw people together, there was something in his heart that just was like, man, they're lost. They're, they're, lost, not, they're yeah. not being guided. Right. And I think a lot of times we as Christians, we don't have that heart for people at all. We don't look at crowds that way. We don't look at groups of people that way. And I think that a lot of Christians watch Tiger King and they don't try to have that heart. But I think if as a Christian, we really get like, like invested, for lack of a better word, in this film and we're watching this. And we're seeing these people and their stories and how they're affected. Yeah, um, you begin to see how they're they're sheep without shepherd. Mm -hmm. um, so I think there's that component to it. Another reason why we should is if you just want a picture and a reminder of how sin is multifaceted, and how sin has many effects, and how sin is everywhere. 
uh, I think that's you're just gonna see this in the film yeah, you know right. and and I think if you take those two things the sin and even seeing people and seeing love I think as a Christian you can actually become inspired to look for the Tiger King circles in your life yeah. like that's good. I think the thing is Christians, I think a lot of times Christians, they see they see a group of people in their life that are like the Tiger King crew, like the people that worked at the zoo, and they see how crazy they are. They see how um, their sexuality is just bizarre to them, and they see how mean they are, and they see how wrong they are, and they think, I just have to flee that and not be around those people and and that... And I just feel like we miss the call to be salt and light in those mm. in those places. And so then meanwhile, all these broken people, here's the amazing thing. Joe Exotic, the, the Tiger King, he hired all these people like fresh out of jail a lot of times. Right. And I think there was, I think initially it was like a good hearted thing and it seems like it became a power thing and a manipulative thing at, at a certain point, but I don't know. Um, and so could you like, but he's the only one doing this. And they're all talking about how much community they felt and how, you know, like this is the first time they're getting back on their feet, the first time they're getting out of some of the things that they had been stumbling with. And, and I'm just like, man, what if Christians were in this world? What if yeah. a Christian got a job there and just was oh, like wow. a, a, a better voice, a yeah. better, like more salt and light and all these things. And so I think a lot of times for us as Christians who we love to protect ourselves, we love to um, not get uncomfortable. And maybe that's our culture more than Christianity, but I don't know. Uh, I think watching a thing like Tiger King can cause us to go, man, I need to be in people like this. I need to be in their life. Yeah. I need to find ways to be in their life. And I need to find ways to share the gospel and make the gospel appealing. I mean, so even just thinking the opportunity Joe Exotic is talking about Jesus a lot throughout mm -hmm. it which is right, which yeah, brings shame right. to us in some sense it's like <laughs> ah great you know like this is people are going to think this is Christianity or whatever. like maybe that's what people think but could you imagine if you got a job there Vince and you were like hey man I know you're a Christian <laughs> and began to have these conversations yeah. and go as a brother in Christ this is not right. Like yeah. all of these things are not right. And I, I just think there's so many good reasons why we should watch the film that will equip us to love people better yeah. and to understand our culture and to watch it in a way that our culture isn't. Because our culture is just watching the car wreck. We can be watching it with a heart of love. Mm -hmm. And so I don't I, I have a lot of reasons for why we should. I don't yeah. know if you have anything to add. I have some other thoughts on even can. Yeah. But, I mean, I think like, so everything you said I agree with and then the, you know, this move towards empathy. Um, it's the same reason why I love the, the show Breaking Bad so much. Yeah. It's just, it, for me, right, it, it really just exposes this how sin begets sin begets yeah. sin. And all of a sudden now you're the, like a ruling kingpin of this empire that's yeah. destroying lives. And it's the same thing. as like we, we see this guy who started off with good motive and it just evolves. Yeah. Um, you see the proclivity of man to when they get power to covet power and yeah. then need more that power never status never finances never fulfill yeah and so it's always this clamor for more um and so i think one of the biggest things that we can because I, I would put myself probably in that camp of it's not i mean there's so many you should read yeah. your bible and you yeah, should yeah, pray yeah. that's first <laughs> yeah but yeah. in the idea of like you sh you should watch the show i yeah, agree yeah. with that i think 
there's things that you can watch it because I know the things that one of the things that really came up for me is watching it was there was this moment to like okay I'm gonna sit detached from it and I'm gonna sit and judge it mm. versus like you know classically like no I'm I am the Tiger King you yeah. know what I mean like and I am uh, Doc Antle and I am Carol Baskin like yeah. the 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 things that are in them that move them to make these crazy decisions yeah. you know. Um, they're in me. I covet power. Like I covet influence. I want those things too. You know what I mean? Um, by God's grace, like it hasn't overwhelmed and overcome me the way it has and, uh, for these people. And so just, I think you can sit back as judge and learn nothing. Yeah. Um, but then I think you can sit back in, in compassion, empathy and realize, no, you know, I'm 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 the Tiger King, and I desperately need a deliverer. Yeah. Um. And then what you're saying, I wish someone would have gone in, right? Yeah. Or and I'm so thankful for the people that came into my life yeah. and said, "This is who you are. You oh. do covet these things, but these are not the way to oh. life." You know. So I think that that aspect of it. And then one thing that you brought up, I'll just comment on of just this idea of, um, of how much some of the sexuality stuff that came up in the midst of it. Yeah. I did have a conversation with a buddy of mine in California and just kind of navigating some of the sexuality stuff for Joe Exotic. And, yeah. and, and there, there, listen, there, there's some real brokenness there. It seems like he was taking advantage of young, you know, younger guys that just didn't have a place to turn. And, oh. and there's a lot of, I think, just real jacked up parts in of oppression in the midst of that. And that being said, I, I but said to Also, I, we weren't seeing a lot of it. I want to be clear. Like, yeah. it's talked about, right. but we're not seeing a lot of it happen. Whereas I think sometimes it can be depicted that way. Like, there was, like, these sex scenes in this film or yeah. something, and there wasn't. But anyways. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. But sorry. But about. no, but just to yeah. say, like, so my, my comment back to him was, like, well, how much did, did Doc's behavior, you know, how much did that, like, mm. how much did that really affect you? Uh, and he was honest. He's like, I guess not that much, you yeah. know, which, which is out of control, out of control, cultish, uh, he's evil. taking young evil, 20, doc Antle, if you're watching, you're doing some <laughs> evil things. Like, I don't yeah. mind saying that. Seriously. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I would not ever visit his, totally, know I mean? totally. Like, um, but we glossed over that more quickly. We glossed Most over that. people watching it glossed kinda, over it pretty quick. Right. It, it fit a little, it just went down the gullet easier yeah. for people, you know? And I, and so we talked about that a little bit. So I think there's just this intentionality where we can really understand, I think, the deep realities yeah, of good. this world and say, okay, where, where do we need to uh, not insert ourselves as judge, but insert ourselves as, as like, no, that's us and we need a savior. That's good. You know? yeah. yeah, I think it gives us eyes for people better too. I mean, like, how many people in our churches have the Joe Exotic story? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like I was doing all this crazy stuff, yeah. but then like there was this Christian in my life who had eyes to see me and reach out to me and love me. And uh, sadly, I, I do think we have some of those stories, not sadly, happily, but sadly, I think it's like very few and far between. Yeah. Cause I think we as Christians, this stuff freaks us out. This stuff makes us go, this is too much. And we might not consciously think these people are unredeemable. But we live our lives like that. We live our lives thinking that. And so I think that watching this documentary can teach us to have eyes to see those people. I, I think of uh, Travis in the movie. Uh, he's one of, one of the husbands. One of the husbands of, yeah. of Joe Exotic. He's one of, and, is he the one that takes his life? Yeah. yeah. So his story is really tragic. And 
he at one point in the film so a lot of his story it does seem that Joe Exotic used drugs and gifts and different things to kind of manipulate him into being his husband even and I don't know it's so hard to know without yeah. being there and so um, so Travis eventually takes his life either by accident or on purpose it's it's unclear I think to anyone um, even though it was witnessed and all this kind of stuff and so super tragic and you see how broken up his his uh, mom is particularly about this even Joe Exotic you see how broken up he is by somewhat uh, too and I just think like when I was watching that film I really felt like I, I felt like man I want to have eyes for the like the 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 Travis in my life. Wow. Like, could yeah. you just imagine if you had this buddy who was like, "Hey, I just flew to Tennessee or wherever it was, and there's this guy offering me this job, and I'm thinking about this." And if you could have just been like, "Hey, dude, come be with me. Come right. like come right. live with me. Come, I got. Let's find you a job here. Like whatever it is." And I really do think like that that watching Tiger King can help us to have eyes for those types. When usually those types, we kind of say, let them go get their arm bit off by a tiger. Right. Let them go do this. Let them go live life this way. Let them let them make their own decisions. And I, I, I do think God encourages us to take part in his rescue mission of humanity. And so so I think there's that. Uh, to, to jump on even to some of, your, some of the things you're saying about sexuality, I think that to me it seems like one of the big reasons people don't want to watch it because of how, his sexuality being... Um, different, I think, because his sexuality is not hetero. It's uh, it's homosexuality, and then uh, it's also polyamory. It's like he marries two guys at once, and so I think all of this uh, is a big reason why Christians stop watching it. And so I I think my problem with that is I hear a ton of Christians in my life tell me how big they were into World War Two. Or how much they like learning about ISIS or these different things. And and those are historical events that, that really happen. They're important to learn about and all that. But I but if you look at what the Nazis did, if you look at what ISIS has done, these are horrible, horrible things. These are crazy things. These right. are atrocious things. These right. are things that should make us weep. I've never once heard a Christian say, Yeah, I shouldn't watch that documentary on ISIS. Mm-hmm. And yet Joe Exotic is a real person living a real life, and because his sexuality is um, bizarre to us, and and again, I believe in a biblical sexuality, and so I think there's an aspect of that that there's a healthy conviction for us as Christians to have. I think there's just kind of, um, you know, this, uh, we're just not consistent. We're just not consistent. Like, we'll, we'll celebrate. I don't know if you have pushback. I feel free to push back. But I just feel like, man, I know people that know everything about Hitler right. and know everything about ISIS. Yeah. And yet they're like, I want to watch Joe Exotic. No, you know, I want to watch The Tiger King. And, right. I, and I just can't. For me personally, I can't. I see an imbalance there. I see like, what? What? Like, you know, like if we're, are we ranking sins now? Like, how are we ranking sins? Is this the right ranking? You know, and. And so, and maybe I need to be careful with some of that stuff in some ways, but, and I think too, because it's a documentary and it's real people in real life yeah, and it's not snuff, I, I also think that's another reason why you can, but 
I don't know. I don't know if you have yeah, any add or pushback. I, I think, even on well, what no, I, I think I, I agree. I agree with it with a with a pushback that I think it's helpful to navigate at least for me and right. So when you when you are looking at like a uh, like a Hitler situation, yeah. it's no one's celebrating what he did. Yeah, you yeah. know, like in, culturally ever. Like it was yeah. outside of Germany. You know, totally. it was. Um, very clear what he was doing was evil yeah. and wrong and all that stuff and so there was never this you're not watching it being like hey I'm up against this culture war yeah, of yeah. people trying to say that and justify his decision making yeah. you know so I think that that piece makes it a little bit different yeah. no, that's from fair. that place yeah. of like hey this thing is this thing that's very much in the thick of reality right now yeah. that, uh, right the Christian so sexual ethic yeah, yeah. is contrary whereas murder and genocide we and us in the culture yeah. are pretty wholeheartedly in agreement <laughs> this yeah, is yeah. a bad thing so that i still think it, yeah, you should I watch it yeah, yeah um from a perspective I of just know. getting to yeah yeah i think culture does celebrate sexual open sexuality like that i don't know if the documentary itself mm -hmm. does and i actually no, think almost right. no, that's true. another good reason to watch yeah. it is the documentary itself almost says it doesn't say this but it, it if you watch it it almost says oh. This is a cautionary tale. Yeah, Jess was kind of saying a lot of what you were just saying. Um, it almost says, like, look at the mess that Joe has made. Uh, you know, yeah, uh, no, and, that's and even just very true. And uh, it doesn't outright say it, but it does kind of say no, it. No, it, it critiques does, Ansel, yeah. too. Yeah, it, makes yeah, it critiques like, both right. of their love lives, right. which are not, uh, you know, bes there's all sorts of problems with their love lives. Right. So, so I almost would say, yeah, our culture does celebrate those things right now. But this documentary, in a time where our culture does celebrate those things, the documentary kind of doesn't, mm -hmm. which is, uh, you know, no one's commenting on that or whatever. Yeah, that's not so, what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, at all. And I'm not hearing a lot from my non-Christian friends like, yeah, I'm going to go out and get four wives now or two husbands or, you know, yeah, personally right, right. because of Tiger King. But, right. but I think that's a good point. It is different. Uh, it, it's definitely different. So. Yeah. So, I mean, I think when you, uh, when you circle back to it, though, uh, when you still like, because I think we're both kind of that place of like, no, if if you have the time and you're not feeling yeah. overly convicted in that direction or something like that, you should watch it. Because again, I think, uh, and this is something I know is very near and dear to both of us of just like, the church is uh, supposed to pattern our lives around the life of Christ and what? just Jesus. It just seems like Jesus w would be like at that zoo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, seems like Joe Exotic would have been one of his disciples yeah he's like it's like if he's when gonna read the gospels closely that's what yeah it seems it's like, like let's go get joe and carol yeah we're gonna put them on the same team you yeah. know like uh and that yeah so in th that aspect of like i think the church um we've we've come to be known within like the western world of not being friends with the people that you'd see in that yeah. film when those when those those neighbors of ours those people in, in in tiger king and in other shows they're the people that should be running to the church totally. right like because that's where hope is found life is totally. found love is found a lot of stuff or should um, we be running to them well yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah and so and, and neither is happening yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. And so i think just that idea of uh, i think these these type of documentaries they they don't just give us a glimpse of of like hey what's going on in the real world and what's totally. out there. But also I think it, it's meant to then, I think, bring it back to our neighborhoods and say like, well, who, who are just the other, yeah. right? Like, yeah. um, 
that we need to be present with totally. and to love? What does it mean for us to be present in the messy instead of kind of the tight knit, really yeah. simple, you know, like easy? Totally. Can I, can I ask yeah. you something that I think I would prefer your answer over my answer uh, on? But what, like, as pastors, when there is the Tiger King type, the Joe Exotic type in our church, yeah, how do you feel like ch- our church, maybe not as a whole, but how do you feel we re- react and, yeah, what does that look like and how can we get better at looking for those and loving those? And I don't know. Just answer that however you want. Or uh, you don't answer it. No, uh, no, no. I, th- no, I, uh, I think it's an important, very practical question. Yeah. Um, on the whole, uh, and are you asking about redemption? Yeah, I'm, I'm asking about us. redemption. Let's five as as, as pastors at our church, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're not trying to call anybody out, but I, I think no, it's no, important no. for us to grow in love. I think um, I think our people uh, right there's sections certainly yeah, totally. like different demographics of people yeah. that are going to do different things. Um, I think. Most, we're talking 90 plus, 95 percent plus, are neutral to compassionate. Yeah. Like compassionate loving. Yeah. Like would would be on that end of the spectrum. I think there are people in our community that immediately move to judgment and fear and all that stuff. Yeah. I think there's a lot of neutrality. Yeah. But here's here's what I want to say. Neutrality is not okay. Yeah. Like I would say neutrality is maybe worse in yeah. some ways it's some it's kind of just that, that like ah whatever i'm just gonna ignore or just i i you know i don't understand yeah. so i'm not gonna try and learn yeah i'm just gonna think what i think and whatever and that just that's almost again worse and so um i i want i, I say that because i know I, these are things that i know i feel and have yeah. felt and want to grow in but i want to see our community be discipled by Jesus and by the Spirit, yeah. where when the other and the yeah. messy, the right, the least, the last, and the lost, when they are in our midst, which they already are, not always on a Sunday morning, but yeah. just in your life, in my life, yeah. um, that I want to, I want to love, I want to learn, and I want to move closer. Yeah. Um, last thing I'll say to that is, I've also in the midst of that critique of myself and of our community. Yeah. Um, I have seen some tremendous people that have totally. moved Absolutely. and ran towards the broken, yeah. uh, towards the awkward conversations yeah. and all that stuff. And so to honor that part of our community as yeah. well. Doing a great job. Yeah. And I would say that is a very quickly growing demographic totally. of our church as well. And there's a handful of pioneers yourself yeah. included yeah. that have Thank helped you. shape that for our community yeah. so yeah and and, and yeah. hear me like you you put yourself on that spectrum you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, so, totally. but that's i'd say it's in general what i see yeah i mean i think what i love about our church is i'm not a like if i knew joe's out i wouldn't be afraid to invite him to church i would not be yeah i would love to invite him to church not just because of I, because of our people because of the church i think he yeah. would be loved well at our church i think my kind of like a conviction point for all of us, this is myself included, is I think sometimes when we love the Joe Exotic in our life, we just get to a point where we want to give up or we want to stop 
or we're frustrated they keep doing the same things or you know whatever it is yeah. keep selling tigers over and over again and so whatever <laughs> so, but uh stop burning your alligator and sit down yeah burning. you know and you'll hear like kind of the sentiment i just gotta stop i can't be in this person's life and um sure this person can they have a soft heart or whatever right. you know and, right. and I, I you know i think the conviction for me is i think god wants to soften all of our hearts through love of of each other and so but that being said i mean it's awesome that i don't i would not hesitate to invite someone like joe exotic to our church it's, it's a testament to your guys's love and so yeah um so yeah because i would say that you're right like yeah. in the sense of like saying hey i'd say like 95 percent plus is in that neutral to loving yeah kind of part of the spectrum if you if the question was like hey how many people do you think are on a spec like when you're talking yeah the church in the west yeah uh, and what yeah, we're kind of yeah, known totally. for, I'd say it's 95% on the neutral to like non yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I critique us because it's easy to critique our yeah, own community because yeah. I want us to experience well, we Jesus. We want to grow on these Thursdays you know too. I mean? Like this isn't just entertainment. Yeah. Like, we, our job is to equip the saints yeah, for the yeah. ministry. So, so, I, so I, yeah. I, I don't want to paint this picture like, no, our community is, I'm not trying to compare us to other churches, but I'm just yeah. blessed by it. Yeah, me too. But also saying like, no, I think there's just so much room to grow. Yeah, but, and I think that even the community of churches we know in Flagstaff too, I hear a lot of these sorts of hearts too. But yeah. We can only speak to our church because that's the church we're yeah, part so of. We so. right. totally. um, all right, so uh, to, for Tiger King, we, we say as Christians, yes, you can. And there could be some good reasons for you not to watch it. That's okay too. Um, but we, I, I personally would encourage you to examine those reasons because I think sometimes we're not consistent with those reasons. I think sometimes we've been, you know, we, it's just easy, easier for us to um, flee some of the types of things in Tiger King rather than try to look at people with the lens of love and the spirit helping us. Um, and I even think you should uh, watch Tiger King to understand our culture better, to understand people better, to love people better, to be inspired to love people better. Um, so those are my thoughts. But I also, I'm not like a strong, like, I'm not going to be checking in with all my mentees if they've watched Tiger King or not. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, so. And I do validate there's probably some solid reasons out there for, for not watching it. Um, and honestly, I, yeah. I think you would too. We'd love to hear those. Like, yeah, if yeah, you guys totally. have thoughts and like, no, you definitely shouldn't. And this is why. Like, let let us know. And when we did the panel, like yeah. some people did share that. Um, one thing we didn't really touch on was just yeah. like the animal cruelty piece. You know, yeah, and stuff, I think it's a big, which deal is too. a massive part of yeah. it. We tried to really put an emphasis kind of on the humanity aspect of it. So we we realized that's, that that's a part of it. Yeah, it's another conversation that we've debated about. Yeah, <laughs> we really have. Yeah, we've got into that and. And so, um, so I, I just I wouldn't want to first end and say like, hey, we didn't see that no, part of it. No, like, that's a good point. And that's a massive part of that that show. Where it's like, hey, do we want to really draw our eyes to this thing? Where it's like, no, it's, we are called to care for creation. Totally. We are given the cultural mandate. We are called to steward well what yeah. God's created, including totally. the animals. Like we've been given dominion. Totally. So I totally understand that too. The emphasis today was kind of I think more on the humanity aspect totally. of it, but and because I think we're, we're hearing more people bothered by the the humanity aspects of it than the. Um, stewardship aspects of it. Although I, I think rightfully we should be more bothered by the stewardship aspects too. So, mm -hmm. well, thanks for being with us, guys. We know it was a long one today, but uh, you know it's a big conversation and it's one we've been wanting to have. And there's more that can be said about. Um, Andy just commented, "Should we talk about dolphins?" That is where me and Vince have debated. Every time we drive by this place in Phoenix, 
Let's uh, start this conversation. There's right there's a particular place that has dolphins, and they don't. We they don't anymore. Right. Uh, we get into a debate about it, and it's gone back and forth for several years at this point. That's true. Um, and there's good points on both sides. And uh, honestly, I, if you I, ever want to engage in this in that conversation, just shoot us a message, <laughs> and we'll sit down. When COVID is over, we'll do lunch. Yeah. And, and yeah, dolphin and talk. Dolphin talk. Um, hey, if there's something confusing we said, something you felt like, man, that's not godly, that's not above reproach, that's not this, please let us know because we know in this conversation people have a lot of opinions and people have a lot of bents. And we're, we're not the ultimate yeah. wise men in the world. You know, we could be off on this and we could be correctable. I, I imagine Vince isn't going to play Sandlot for his boys anymore. And so, <laughs> um, uh, so anyways, uh, peel, please feel free. Please do it in love, though. That always helps. Um, and we, we'd love to hear your thoughts on just this in general. So maybe we missed enough things that maybe next week we talk more and some things we missed. So feel free to message us. Email us, whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, thanks for being with us. Sorry, it's a bit long today, but I, I, you know, I think it's a good conversation for us to think through. Yeah, jump in about. and out. Jump in so, and out. Yeah. Anyways, peace, love, and blessings. I'll let Vince turn off the camera as usual because uh, that's his job. But thanks for being with us.